0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Who's been messing up everything?
1: All right, well, let's get into it. We are 100% live on YouTube Live. For those of you that are tuning in via the podcast, thank you so much for joining us. This is Zero Dark Nerdy, the world's most notorious pop culture podcast. This is your boy, Brian, a.k.a. El Nino. And today I am joined with...
2: Nicole, a.k.a. El Mama, and...
1: Ryan Saber, Captain Cleveland,
0: Browns, Cavs, Indians. See you, la Till I Die. So yet. today, I guess I get to do the intro today. Sorry. Today we are, we're going to recap WandaVision. Uh, exciting uh, first installment of the new, I guess, um, limited series that Marvel is doing on Disney+. Plus. So we're going to have a fun time talking about all the things we loved and maybe didn't love so much on the show. But before we get into that, a word from our sponsor. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The NBA is in full swing and college basketball is heating up as the schools make their way to March Madness. The tournament is coming, everybody, and so is the $100,000 Bracket Madness Contest. BetOnline is the spot for all your bracketology needs. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to BetOnline.ag with your computer or mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. There we go. I just yeah. read that last night. That, was so, good. And I, that was I messed good. it up. That was that I messed it argument. up last night. <laughs> oh. I messed it up last night. So you want me to go ahead and start, yeah. I guess, hey, since I'm already talking about it? So off for us, I guess we'll start with just sort of general thoughts. Um, you know, look, I, I think at, at a very, very high level, The pressure that was on WandaVision was immense, right? Because this is, even though Marvel has had television shows, the Netflix series that they had, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. series that they had on ABC, what they are attempting to do in this next couple phases is unlike what they've done in the past, where the TV shows... A little bit on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. tied into the movies, but none of the Netflix stuff, Iron Fist, uh, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, none of that tied directly to the movie arcs. So, you know, Disney Plus and Marvel really, if, if WandaVision would have fell flat out of the gate, now all of a sudden people are like, oh, man, do I really want to watch Falcon Winter Soldier? Do I really want to watch Loki? Do I really want to watch Hawkeye? And listen, the pressure was there and they fucking, they answered the bell, man. Like this is unlike anything on television that I've ever seen. Uh, I coming into it, I was like, man, am I really going to like this? This show is going to be so weird. And like the fact that, that it was so weird was what made it so endearing and It really helped with the character development i mean it was a sitcom wrapped in a marvel movie you know and it just spread out over eight nine episodes uh i loved what they did early on i love the way that you know the first couple episodes you're like what the fuck is dick van dyke show bewitched like what the fuck is this Right. right and then they would sort of sprinkle the little things in there like vision save him when You know, he saved the guy choking at the table or when, you know, the beekeeper that you find out later, the guy comes up through the sewer. Obviously, you find out later how all this stuff ties in. But, you know, just at a very high level, this show had uh, a lot of pressure and it could have really derailed what they're attempting to do moving forward now because it was so great. The acting was outstanding. The writing was outstanding. The the progression and, and the arc of the characters throughout the show was outstanding. Now it's like, dude, where the fuck's Falcon Winter Soldier? Give me fucking Loki. Give me Hawkeye. Like now we're all like, oh, my God. And here's the other thing I saw today. And don't don't take what I'm about to say for granted. Disney Plus just passed 100 million subscribers in 16 months. Wow. Disney Plus has 100 million subscribers. To put it in perspective, Netflix has 200 million. Okay. Hulu, HBO Max, Amazon Prime, they all have 40 million subscribers or less. So Disney Plus is, they invested big on this show. They, I think the budget on this thing I saw somewhere was like $200 million. Mm-hmm. So they invested big and it's going to pay off. So just at a very, very high level, I love what they did. Great show. And um, let's hear what you guys have to say. Ill mama.
2: Um, I would agree. I, uh, I was close.
1: <laughs> it's all good.
2: <laughs> I got a mic guy. <laughs> um, I really liked uh, the fresh look that they took, like you said, on the sitcoms. Um, it was a new point of view. Um, the first few episodes, it was a little hard to get into. And I've heard that from quite a few people um towards the fourth one though it really started to connect everything um but i myself is a big i was a big fan of dick van dyke and uh i dream of genie and you know they moved their way all the way up to malcolm in the middle it seemed like so just watching her kind of go through all of these it was kind of it was very art it was it was very artistic i loved watching um, you know, the growth from episode to episode, decade to decade, um, and them tying it all kind of in. Um, you know, from the first few episodes, it was kind of like, I don't know how this is going to go, which direction this is going to go. Right. Um, you, you know, but then once you saw on that fourth episode you know how they kind of tied everything in where you know like you said the beekeeper and the helicopter mm-hmm. and the radio you know how they tied it all in that episode it was kind of like okay i this is yeah. gaining momentum now for me you know i i really see you know a good vision here and yeah i i really enjoyed watching it and um, I did like seeing some of the other characters from the other movies, the other Marvel movies we watched mm-hmm. like Darcy mm-hmm. and, uh, it was just, Jimmy you, Will. yeah, yeah. You, you completely hit the nail on the head there with, you know, this is Disney plus has a lot of fandom, you know, from Marvel from, um, it, it just goes to show like what they're going, what mm-hmm. the potential is for all these Marvel shows that are going to come out on Disney plus.
1: Honestly, I I, I could not agree more. Uh, Just like Sabah said, this was definitely a a big risk doing this show as far as kicking off your slate, especially coming off COVID and not having Black Widow come out, The Eternals not come out. I do believe that this was still slated to come out at this time, if I'm not mistaken. But obviously, I, I am a big, big fan of, just like you said, Dick Van Dyke, Bewitched. I grew up watching these shows with my dad the Munsters, the black and white show. So I was, of course, there's that question, like what does all this shit have to kind of do with each other? And then mm-hmm. you have episodes three and four where you start seeing everything kind of come to light. And then really, you, you obviously, everybody knows spoilers ahead. So if you haven't watched WandaVision, I don't know what you're doing listening to the podcast unless you want spoilers. <laughs> Turn <laughs> um,
2: it off now. <laughs> right.
1: But you end up seeing in flashback scenes that these are like, I don't want to say suppressed memories, but some of Wanda's favorite memories as a kid were watching these shows. And that's what came out. And then, of course, obviously her love for Vision uh, moving forward. But I, I thought it was fantastic. The side characters were great. Obviously, Catherine Hahn, which I, I'll get into that in a little bit. Mm. To me, she is probably, and I know, Seba you and I keep talking about doing an underrated um, actors and actresses episode. But I think now she's finally going to start getting – not that she wasn't before, you know, she was always kind of known for, for her small scenes or not, you know, as far as like stepbrothers and it was the bad moms movies and things like that. And I believe she was also in um, the goods with, uh, with Ari gold, uh, Jeremy Piven. Mm. She's always done these quirky kind of slutty characters mm-hmm. and uh, you know, to see her and then the big reveal of her being Agatha Harkness, I thought was, was just fantastic. So, and then, yeah, um, I'll get into a little bit of, of some of my favorite scenes, but I loved it. Truly, truly loved it. Yeah, it's a little bit to get into the first couple episodes. But at the end of the day, I thought the payoff was exceptional. Um, Of course, um, gosh, uh, Monica Rambo's character. You know, we remember last time we saw her as a little kid in uh, Captain Marvel and then seeing her literally appear after the snap when everybody else started coming back in. So the way they tie all that in and just kind of little nuances here and there, I I thought it was very well done. And at the end of the day, we really got to see how powerful Scarlet, Witch is Mm -hmm. not saying that we never really saw it before. Like she is a powerful, um, Avenger, you know, superhero or whatnot, but truly, truly powerful. And she hasn't really tapped into that, which we'll, we'll get into a little bit because she's, now figuring out a lot more because of agatha harkness so um, before we get into kind of like favorite character favorite scenes we do want to give a shout out to one of our other sponsors good old ebay out there so we want to give a brief moment to talk about our newest sponsor ebay whether rare dead stock or the latest release find the exact shoe you're looking for as the original sneaker marketplace ebay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. (laughs) (laughs) A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity, and it also protects sellers with a verified return process. And for sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers, a hundred dollars and up making it free to sell or flip your collection. So go to ebay.com slash sneakers today, eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. Mm. There's a lot of authenticities. I don't know why you were trying to pawn that one off on me. (laughs) (laughs) I remember the first time I had to do that one, it it took me about three tries (laughs) to finally get it right so risky
2: doing it on yeah, this episode yeah risk,
1: risky business doing it live <laughs> you know we're, we're taking some risks here we're coming up on uh year three season four having some more fun this episode again is you'll be able to find it on youtube and uh for those of you listening out there please do subscribe to our youtube channel it's very simple zero dark nerdy so uh we'll, we'll go back to sable here Saba, what are some of your you know whether favorite characters favorite moments of the show like what are some areas that kind of stood out to you when it came to wandavision
0: yeah, look, I'll, I'll I'll tell you this right now. I loved every character, so I, I don't I don't, and that's a little bit of a cop out, maybe, but but I really did. I mean, honestly, I did. I I think what I'll talk about is maybe my favorite episodes. I think, um, and then sort of the moments. You know, episode eight. You you talked about it. The whole trip down memory lane when Manda or when Wanda meets the Mind Stone. When you see when they were in Stryker's facility and how she sort of, you know, the vision of her becoming the Scarlet witch with the sunburst behind it, uh, you know, the, the childhood tying, you know, the, the Stark bomb that landed in their living room to the toaster from the first commercial to age of Ultron, right. When, uh, I think Pietro says that you know the bomb that landed in their house had the Stark, had Stark's name on it or whatever. So you know episode eight was outstanding. I, I love the whole origin story thing. I love kind of getting a sense of this is where we were at mm-hmm. uh, and got us to this point to show you know how everything was created. You talked about this one too episode four. It's the first time we saw people actually returning from the snap, right? right? We saw the particles coming back and you kind of sitting. And then I thought it was just very um, realistic, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. When she kind of, she comes back and, you know, she kind of getting her bearings and then she walks out of the hallway in the hospital and motherfucker, it's chaos, right? Because that's how it would be. I need my phone. I got to call him. Like, it was just, it was so very realistic. And obviously, look, and in Avengers Endgame, when, you know, you hear Cap on your left and they start coming through the portals, like, nothing gives you chills like that. This was the, um, like, the realistic version of them coming back and seeing how, you know, Joe Schmuckatelli from 4th Street, how he came back from the snap, right? Not fucking... You know, Black Panther, wow. um, episode seven, Monica's transformation into Photon, yeah. seeing that whole process take place. I mean, obviously, uh, we'll save sort of where we think this is going to go, but that's clearly going to be an important piece of the next several phases of of this of this Marvel uh, cinematic universe. And then I think probably my favorite part and. You know, this is I'm, I'm 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 taking some liberties with this right here. I, I can't remember what episode it was, maybe four, maybe five, when she went when she came through the hex for the first time and she confronted all the FBI and the sword agents out in the middle of that field. You know, they all put their their uh their green lights from the uh from from their guns on her mm-hmm. and very sort of uh Magneto-esque. Yeah. She kind of, you know, and that actually, I think Magneto did that in one of the X Men movie. And for yeah, people for sure. that don't know, in the comic books, Magneto is um, is Wanda's father. So, and who knows if they're going to tie that in? But you know, she kind of takes the guns, and it, it kind of get, you know, just kind of talking about it. It kind of gives me chills a little bit because you know I got Funkos everywhere. Magneto's sitting right next to me. I mean, I am a huge, <laughs> huge Magneto character. Fassbender and then obviously uh, Surrey and McKellen so you know great actors have played him so just very very uh, that scene just gives me chills talking back about it uh, right now. Nice Nice. you
2: know speaking of I kind of thought that it was interesting that they recasted her brother as Quicksilver from X-Men 4 and X-Men Apocalypse and Deadpool 2 Mm -hmm. like Evan Peters was Quicksilver, her brother, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Peter,
1: Max, Pete, Pete yeah, Max, yeah. Yep.
0: When it right. happened though, yeah. you know, I was, I was a lot more like, Oh my God. But you know, making him what Ralph uh, Boner or whatever, Boner. like Ralph Boner. right. <laughs> I, I, I And look, maybe there's, they're going to continue to utilize him. I, I don't know, but it, it, that that piece fell kind of flat for me because I, you know, obviously he's they're calling him Pietro, right? Like fake Pietro, <laughs> right. so yeah. that's his name and like on the message boards and all that. So, but it was great when he fucking showed up. I was like, holy shit, you know? I hear you. Yeah, yeah I
2: thought that was kind of cool. Um, honestly, like uh, the director Tyler Hayworth, I really was annoyed with him towards middle and you know i think that was the expectation but i mean you know she coming through to see vision for herself and you know get her closure and then he kind of like brought that friction which is very risky for Mm -hmm. you know her um to do again to to her especially but i mean just you know he was thinking from like a monetary standpoint like this would be a huge loss for him and she was thinking he's but he's mine. He's my closest. He's, I was his closest to Ken. Like, you know, you may not see it that way, but she was destroyed by the loss of vision and seeing Mm -hmm. him that way. And you can't even imagine, you know, what the internal battle was, you know, that whole, that whole thing. Um,
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it's safe to say not to, not to cut you off. I mean, between her and, and Thor, they, those two have, have lost the most, I believe, in the MCU in terms of, like, their loves and in terms of relatives.
0: Mm, Tony different.
1: Stark lost his yeah. life. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert.
2: I actually had to rewatch those because I was just like, when I when uh, WandaVision came on, I was like, I started it up. And I was like, all right, I think I need a little re-ca- uh, refresher. Right. So I started watching the Avenger movies again just to kind of get uh, put it into perspective. Um, so when I did, I was just like, Oh my God, it made it, it made it that much worse. You right. know, the whole her and vision thing. I was like, I probably would have done the same thing. Cause that just very heartbreaking. Um, honestly, I think we were supposed to hate Agatha. <laughs> But I just, I myself love Catherine. I I do too. And I just couldn't bring myself to be like, you're a terrible character. Even as a villain, she's a badass. She's a badass bitch. And just watching her do her, I was just like, I knew it. I just knew it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because I I was surprised to have them bring in. Because to me, even though, yes, I do think she's underrated. But to me, she's also a a big name to bring into a show like this. To just Mm. have her be the nosy neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. So to have that all play out was a, a huge payoff.
2: And I think uh, as well, like her tinkering mm-hmm. and stuff and Wanda being none the wiser. Right. And then the whole reveal. And it was just kind of like, oh, my goodness. Like it, it just making that connection was a little di- difficult for mm-hmm. me. You know, I didn't I didn't grow up with the comic books. I love the movies. But yeah, I know. Shake your head. Right.
0: No, I had to I, trust <laughs> me. I I, had to do I, it. I, I, I didn't either yeah so we're we're on the same page,
1: yeah,
2: but yeah, her just and and the whole like y- you really appreciate Wanda even more after the whole thing too because spoiler alert, you know when when she is in the basement with her and mm. they're walking through her past and she's trying to figure out what are you really, you know, Agatha being I need whatever you are, I need to be. yeah, I know I'm the baddest and I'm going to continue to be the baddest because I'm going to take it from you and then mm. her using it against her was just like, I loved it. Yeah, I'm going to put you exactly where you started. You're going to be the nosy neighbor. Yep, and I'm going to be the Scarlet Witch.
1: <laughs> so true. So true. All all fantastic points. Uh, for myself, the the introduction for uh, Jimmy Jim is it Jimmy Woo? Mm-hmm. Jimmy Woo. Jimmy Woo. Randall, uh, FBI agent Randall Park from the ant-man movies most particularly ant-man and the wasp his introduction with the the business card the card it uh, it was a wrap for me i lost it uh nice just small little callback to where you know you really had to pay attention to it and of course it was all over the message boards and everything else just because i remember i remember that scene where he was asking paul Rudd, how'd you do that and then obviously after all these years or Uh, You know, whatever, however many um, uh, amount of time he has mastered it and uh, he's just a great character. And another one, I think that that's underrated, but his time is getting ready to shine, too, as a lot of people call him Asian Jim because he did play (laughs) Asian Jim Halpert on the The Office office for a small little cameo. And there's a little sidebar, a funny story, too, for the longest time. He had people like honk their horns and, and reach out to him in public, like Asian Jim, Asian Jim, and he he like didn't really make the connection because it you know to him it's one day's work, really about let's just say maybe an hour of work if that, and then he's on to the next project. Where to the rest of us, especially office fans, we're like. You're Asian Jim. So he would like sit there and be like, God, like, why are people so racist? Like, I'm not fucking Asian. And then it finally took him a while to put it together, like, oh, Asian Jim from The Office. So I watched, I
0: watched Always Be My Maybe.
2: I love that. And so, right.
0: Well, you talked about it on the the rom com episode, and that's him. And it was. It was, I loved that movie. I told you I was going to watch it and I did, and it was great. And that was just a good segue to that.
1: Yes. Yeah, was, yeah. He yeah, was. Yeah.
2: He was really funny in it.
1: That's right. For those of you listening, with the three of us did uh, favorite rom coms, so be sure to check that episode out. And that is one of them on there. I, I do think it's still on Netflix. It should,
2: it should be. Should it's in Netflix. It's a Netflix yeah, it's in Netflix. <laughs> Where's it going to go? Exactly.
1: You never know now. I don't know. That's
2: Probably that. Disney Plus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm a huge Kat Dennings fan on top of that. So mm-hmm. her coming back playing her character from the uh, the first was thor. she also in the second thor too yeah. she was in uh, both right was she? yeah as uh, as darcy i i thought was just fantastic and again monica rambo was great uh, i can't say enough about Catherine han and uh probably two favorite episodes episode three is when they shift from black and white to color uh i thoroughly enjoyed the intros were great yeah i know you mentioned um got, uh, Malcolm in the middle. Mm-hmm. I really love the, I think it was the episode after it was the office style episode. Modern the, family. Modern, it was modern got, family. Modern family slash office where they're talking to the camera. And then that's when we get the big reveal mm-hmm. that, uh, Catherine Hans character, Agatha Harkness is, is the villain in that. And, um, besides that, yeah, those are, those are kind of my, my big moments there. And before we get to our next sponsor spot, I do want to say one of my favorite moments in the show is this little ditty right here, the intro for Agatha Harkness right here. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you, there are so many TikToks to this song. It makes me enjoy the fact that I actually have a TikTok.
2: should have named my child Agatha.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So uh, before we get into just final thoughts as well as where we think we go from here, uh, I know there's been a lot of obviously some theories, conspiracy theories throughout the entire show. And then obviously the show just wrapped up. Real quick word from our final sponsor today. Watch the new Spongebob movie, Sponge on the Run. Join Spongebob Squarepants, his best friend Patrick, and the Bikini Bottom Gang in their most epic adventure movie yet. On a heroic and hilarious mission to save Spongebob's pet snail, the pals realize nothing is stronger than the power of friendship. Friendship! Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't forget to stay tuned after the credits for an all-new Spongebob mini-movie. Stream the Spongebob movie, Sponge on the Run, uh, sponge on the Run instantly on Redbox on demand today. Also streaming on Paramount Plus, rated PG from Paramount Pictures. I can't believe that I knocked out the eBay episode. <laughs> Better than this. And this is the one that I messed up. So, like, is, that the, is that the
0: Leaving Las Vegas version, Sponge <laughs> on the Rum? <laughs> yes. This is the
1: Nick Nulty rated R version of it.
2: Nothing sucks up rum like a sponge. <laughs>
1: All right, so um, Saba, final thoughts as well as where, where do we go from here? Because, uh, you know, you and I have talked about this on many occasions. I think it's so exciting, the the new realm, obviously, phase that Marvel's going into because there's so much uncertainty on who the big bads are. When do the Fox characters come in? This, that, and the other. I mean, uh, it, it's unpre- un- unprecedented because for the longest time we knew Thanos was coming from the first Avengers movie and then every a lot of movies tied into that obviously uh Guardians of the Galaxy Age of Ultron uh end credits things like that where now we really have no idea where this is going so we'll start with you and then go to Nicole and keep it moving
0: yeah I think the one final thought just to sort of wrap up uh, it's, it's very rarely and, and obviously in an MCU type situation this is it's really one of the few areas where this is actually possible. This show made Avengers: Age of Ultron a better movie, right? And hundred percent agree, right? And I, I think that's that's one of the man like the real gifts that I think you know the way that Thor Ragnarok sort of saved the first two Thor movies, right? Mm-hmm. I, I I just I think that. Uh, that's one of the great gifts about the MCU is that, you know, even if they miss and they haven't missed in a while, right, right. They haven't missed in a while, but even if they miss, there's always opportunities for them to sort of fix it down the road and go back and tie it in, you know, where do I think it goes from here? I mean, obviously there's, there's two critical movies that this is going to tie directly to, mm-hmm. right. It's going to tie directly to uh, doctor strange too and it's going to tie directly to captain marvel too right because uh and in and, and maybe even um what's the fury show that's coming um there there's the fury show that's coming in a couple of years that sort of uh, uh chronicles him being in space with sword right, oh, right. the 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 uh invasion uh so, I, I don't know uh, i can't there's so much shit coming right now it i can't think about so that investors day but, was <laughs> yeah but it's gonna tie directly to these next two movies uh, you know i liked the end credits scene where um you know uh you know she talked about they took her in the movie theater and oh and, and then the scroll came out the scroll showed himself and said you know your friend from up there so you know, obviously, that's Fury. It's going to tie to that. The whole sword tie, Captain Marvel 2. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see. Multiverse of Madness is already going to be pretty crazy. Uh, I, I think clearly there's two ways this thing can go, right? Where where Doctor Strange is, is helping Wanda sort of learn and harness her power or... It's gonna be a, a battle between the two of them where you know there, there's a character and I can't pronounce its name, C T H O N. It it comes from the that book that Wanda was reading at the right. end, which is the book that's missing from that library in Doctor Strange One. Yeah. It's the the Dark Side or whatever, that's the name of the book. So there's there's a there is an evil. Spirit or whatever that comes out of that book and, and in the comic books actually possesses Wanda. So two two ways that we can go with Doctor Strange too: either Wanda and Strange are working together against some bad force or potentially Wanda is the bad force. Right. And Strange is having to work to, uh, you know, save her and help her through because, you know, you heard Agatha say to her you're more powerful than even the sorcerer supreme and there's a lot of beings throughout the marvel comic book history that um were sorcerer supreme but right now it's stephen strange so there's it's interesting the way that they they tied it to that so i mean look man i, I i'm ready for falcon winter soldier like i'm i'm ready for um i'm ready for black widow i'm i'm ready for you know the Eternals. Like I think that's the one great thing that we have now. The last time they did this, when they started at the beginning with Iron Man and with the Incredible Hulk, is right. they didn't they didn't know they were creating a Marvel Cinematic Universe. They found out three two three years into it, and obviously they didn't have the TV shows and you know these limited series. I don't think any of these series are going to go multiple seasons. Right? Uh, maybe, but probably not. So. They're just they're just little mini movies. That's all they are, and yeah. or I guess big movies, right? Extended, but eight hour um, <laughs> I just I'm I'm excited. I don't I don't want spoilers, man. Like, and I want them to take their time. And you know, people want all these big reveals every single week. Like, mm-hmm. give me Doctor Strange, give me Mephisto, give me you know Pietro, give me like no, man. Like, just take your time. The next ten years is going to be. Uh, it's it you know the last ten years was a masterpiece. I think they're. I think they're even going to outdo themselves with this one. So,
1: damn, good call, good call on that, Nicole. Where do where do you think we're going next? I with think all I this?
2: I agree because it seems like they've been pretty good about tying everything in. So mm-hmm. I think this is just going to be a stepping stone for the next show, and it, she's going to reappear, you know, as her at Scarlet Witch, and um, you know. Pretty typical of Marvel to put in an Easter egg. So, of course, you know, naturally I flip through the credits and watch it. And, Mm. you know, I kind of want to see, like, where Monica Rambeau goes from here. And even her two sons, you know, because at the very end, you hear them call to her. Yeah. You know, and she immediately knows that it's them. Yeah. You know, so... you know, that kind of leaves the question like, what does that even mean? I mean, Mm -hmm. they were released, right. They were released and she's kind of out in the wilderness on her own. And so, yeah, kind of curious to see, um, see where that goes and see the character development between, you know, Monica Rambo and the children and her and, you know, she did have a very Doctor Strange moment where she was walking outside of the door at the same time she's in another room flipping right, through that remember. book. And I was just kind of like, whoa. Like, we didn't see that in any no. of the uh, the Avenger movies. Like, she could have rocked the whole the whole thing off, but no, she's she's developing very slowly and going to become who knows. Who knows what the potential is there. So I'm curious to see it, and it makes me want to watch the other shows coming out. So... I'll be excited to see him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So well, thought- be here. one more thing yeah, of course. I thought, I thought that and this just kind of popped in my head as you were talking about it. that end credit scene, the end end credit scene that Nicole was just referencing where that was very Thanos esque, mm-hmm. right? Think about when Thanos went, Thanos went to the garden, he was by himself in seclusion, just sort of resting on his laurels. Now, obviously she's working to become, you know, very powerful and understand her power and all that. But I thought that scene sort of being in seclusion in this far off place all alone was very Thanos-esque. You're
2: right. Yeah.
1: I, I think that's an excellent callback because I mean, on top of that too, it's for two different reasons. Thanos believed this is what he needed to do where with her, this is now third, let's just say third and fourth time. You know, this is now this, this really the third time that she's lost vision Because, you know, she she killed him, and then Thanos brings him back, takes the stone, and now he's gone again. So that's a third, and then she loses the twins on top of that. And then, again, the callback to you hear the twins calling out as her second self or whatever it Mm is, is going through the book. You know, Mom, Mom. So, of course, so, you know, to your point, too, I think Multitude of Madness and why she's going to be one of the main characters in it with Doctor Strange is she's going to try to figure out how, A, to get the twins back. And my big question, Mark too, is with the the I don't know what you want to call him silver vision or the white vision, do you think, and this is a question for both of you oh, that yeah. that vision that that Wanda created when she created, you know the the new Westview that any part of him went into the the vision silver vision, let's just say well for for lack of a better term
2: well, I think that's what I don't think so think, right. I, I think
1: mean- his purpose was just to help
0: him was was to help him unlock the memories that they were that they were suppressing possibly i don't know i don't
2: know where he came from where did he come from because he kind of just appeared and i don't know if agatha had something to do with that or the
0: white vision white vision there we go the white vision no they they that's uh the director of 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 sword put him back together Mm-hmm. That there was an end oh. credit scene, so you probably missed the end credit scene at the end of episode eight, maybe or seven, where they sort of unleash him. Yeah, yeah,
2: yes, I did.
1: Yeah, yeah, because remember they made it out like Wanda came in, stole the original parts of Vision and brought him back there, but that yeah. wasn't the yeah. case. Um, so he was still there. Wanda, all she did was break the glass because she was upset, and then she dipped but they kept vision there. So they, yeah, the director did a lot of fucked up shit. Wow. So hopefully he's getting his in, uh, in prison or whatever. Oh, kind of. oh yeah.
2: He escaped somewhere. <laughs> Thing
1: they're doing, but, uh, again, just like Saba said, I'm, I'm really excited for the lethal weapon esque the show that's supposed to be winter soldier and Falcon. Uh, and I think it's going to be a good, you know, I don't, I don't want to say break because I think Wanda vision is so great on its very own. And again, I thought, that they did take a a little bit of a risk with this because it's not your contemporary Marvel movie. You know, a lot of them have a lot of the same Mm -hmm. themes kind of same issues going on. This was very different tying in old school television and then making, and then of course the reveal that it is her suppressed kind of memories and thoughts. And then now we kind of get to take a break to where we're not trying to do so much figuring out and, and looking for, I mean, we're always going to look for Easter eggs Mm -hmm. or Marvel movies or Marvel shows too. But now we can actually enjoy what looks like it's going to be a good buddy cop kind of show. And I think, Sable, you said that this is going to be the highest rate uh, as far as ranking for Disney Plus, right? A PG-13 or?
0: Yeah, it's like a PG-13 Plus. It's going to be the most violent, mm-hmm. uh, they're saying, it's going to be the most violent uh, Marvel property yet.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. So- Definitely excited about that. Um, In terms of disappointments, I I know you mentioned uh, Mephesto. A lot of people are looking forward to that. I actually would have been surprised if they would have revealed the next big bad, no matter who it is. Or even if it's like, let's just say like the junior boss before the big boss during this show. I thought Agatha Harkness was a great, great villain that we really didn't see coming. And I'm sure we're definitely going to see her again. So I, I, I literally would have been shocked if they want if they did like Mephesto or or anybody else on, on a big scale on this show.
0: You're gonna get plenty of villains over the next ten oh. years.
1: <laughs> Got plenty you. of
0: big name villains that yeah. you know are are gonna transform, you know, you're gonna get Namor, you're you're gonna get Kang the Conqueror, you're gonna get
1: mm-hmm. probably Doomer or Galactus, like you're gonna get plenty of plenty of villains exactly and I, I think galactus i don't even know if you'll be on this phase but that that's another com- uh, conversation to me i did think and i'm really glad that you mentioned the background of of her hydra roots i do agree with you on both parts i did go back and watch all age of ultron again and i had way much more appreciation for it this time around than i did mm-hmm. probably like the last five times i saw it and with that being said the only confusing thing to me is like the first couple episodes had those commercials in it where you could see like the hydra logo but that was and you pointed out to it again very well her background with hydra mm-hmm. and how she got her powers. so because i was kind of waiting for oh Hydra's still around hydra's around this somewhere and they really weren't so it was just her going back to her background and how she got hydra's
0: her hydra's always around you cut 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 off one head two <laughs> more right. girl baby
2: well, it was kind of like a subconscious thing. Anything it was all in her subconscious, you know, all, all that she created. Exactly. Including, including the commercials and.
1: Yep. Yeah. And it, and it made a, it definitely made a lot more sense. Uh, coming up next, we do have obviously, uh, uh winter soldier, um, <laughs> What is it? Not Captain America. Jesus. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier. And then um, Black Widow, the movie coming out. Then I think Loki is coming out after that, if I'm not mistaken. Loki's in
0: May. Yes. Loki's. No, Loki's June. Okay. Then you get Eternals. Yep. Then you get Shang-Chi. So you're going to get two movies, and then you'll get Hawkeye in the back half of the year. There's no date
1: on that yet. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, it's an exciting year. And uh, honestly, we all deserve it after the, the shit show that was 2020. And uh, Sabe and I have the same recurring nightmare to where, God forbid, Endgame were supposed to be scheduled for last year and we had to wait a whole year for Endgame.
0: Oh, yeah. I'd have fucking killed somebody.
1: <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I wouldn't have made <laughs> it. Broken into Marvel Studios. <laughs> Everybody was talking about raiding Area 51. No, we're going to raid Marvel and we want to see the movie. We're going to create Area 51. <laughs> Um, but that, that, that's all I got on my end. Any, any last thoughts? Any last comments? Mm -hmm. Excellent. Well, for those of you that have been joining us on YouTube (laughs) and that are going to watch it here eventually, (laughs) thank you so much for joining us. For those of you listening, be sure to check out my man, Saba plug the water. cooler
0: At WC sports pod every Tuesday, most Tuesdays, every once in a while we go Thursday (laughs) at noon, but, uh, myself, Luke Crocker checking out, doing all kinds of sports stuff uh yesterday or today we just released uh, an episode that was a little bit different from what we normally do a little bit of rapid fire we hit on like 11 sports topics in about i don't know 40 minutes so it was was pretty interesting so check us out every tuesday at wc sports pod we are also available on the believe podcast network which is the same network that you
1: can find zero dark nerdy so b-l-e-a-v there you go. That's right. Check us out. Be sure to uh, check out our website, popculturepodcast.com. Couldn't make it any, any easier for you. <laughs> Home to our podcast episodes as well as our events, blogs, movie trailers, news, contests, all kinds of stuff. Be sure to sign up for our newsletter. It comes out once a month. It, it will be your favorite thing that comes into your uh, Gmail, Mail, any kind of mail, Hotmail, <laughs> AOL mail. Some people still have AOL out there. And, uh, of course, on social media, you can find us just about anywhere at Zero Dark Nerdy or some variation of it on IG. It's ZDN underscore podcast on Twitter. It's at ZDN podcast, Facebook, Zero Dark Nerdy. And, of course, on YouTube, Zero Dark Nerdy. Uh, On behalf of Nicole, Saba, myself, thank you all so much for joining us, as well as the rest of the Zero Dark Nerdy crew that unfortunately couldn't make it. Jadon's out there doing trivia. Mm -hmm. Matt's getting better. Uh, Jordan's working, Big Tim doing his thing with the baby, Dennis out there, Uh, Courtney, and uh, again, big thank you to all of our fans here in the States as well as all of our fans across the world. We will not be getting ready to hit up our fourth season, let alone year three without you. So more, again, videos, spoilers, of course, excitement coming your way. And uh, yeah, be sure to like, subscribe, follow, and we'll see you next time. Peace.
2: yes yeah victory and anger management
0: fuck anger management